She's the head of stakeholder relations and communications at the PSL. She's the president, chairman of the South African Red Cross Society and serves on global uh, committees of the International Federation of the Red Cross Red Crescent Movement. A member of the influential women's circle IWC for UNICEF South Africa. Also former director of Business Leadership SA, a business organization representing the top JSC listed corporations and major multinationals in South Africa. She served as a member of the Financial Sector Charter Steering Committee, which was responsible for formulating the strategy for BEE transformation of financial services in SA. Connie also advised the Nelson Mandela Foundation on communication strategy, reputation management, as well as crisis communications. She was then requested to serve as the chief communications officer. Mm. Please make some noise if I haven't done it enough. For Red Cross Board Chairman, Connie Muchumi. Hello, Connie. Uh, Good morning. Good morning to your listeners. Why do you insist on chairman? Because it is a role. It's not gender specific. Oh, so it has nothing to do with gender. It has nothing to do with men or women. And it doesn't need to be woke at some stage? It doesn't need to be woke. We just need to educate people. Aha. So when is it a chairman and when is it a chairperson? People choose because they prefer not to be called chairman. Yes. But I prefer the word chairman because in Latin it means the one, he or she who serves. So, Kasasutu ah. and Kasatswana, what do we say? Yes. And we say it very perfectly. Sure. So, um, and in, um, in so maybe, English. So, maybe Latin needs to start borrowing from us then? I think they do. Sure, yes. You know, because we say, Usalong mm. Yes. So, we say things as they are. So... Yeah, it is the chairman, but because we are a non-profit company Mm. in South Africa, but in the movement, I'm known as the president of the South African Red Cross. Sure. uh, Because the movement still uses president and uh, secretary general Mm. for a CEO. Sure. So that's what it is. Now, if I was to get a tattoo of all the things you have done, all of your achievements, I don't think I'd have enough skin on my body for Mm. that. But we all have humble beginnings, though. Uh, where were you born? Where were you raised? Oh, I'm always so proudly Alexandra. Yes. I'm a girl from Kokasiko, Alex. Sure. Grew up in Second Avenue. People, it's, it, it is Alex, a Centen extension, you know? Yes, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> because I always remind him when I was doing an interview here that I used to roller skate to the movies, Kosentin, yes. when I was a teenager. So I started there. But I went to high school in Assumption Convent, so mm. I'm a convent girl. Yes. And then, obviously, university um, later on. But, yeah, the reality is that I'm an Alex girl at heart. Memories of growing up at Second Avenue, Alexandra? Fun. Yeah. Loving, mm. happy, um, fearful of the police. Yeah. Because we were living opposite the police. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, you just don't mess up. Mm. But it's in the 80s and in the middle of the South Africa that we had. In fact, I had a bit of a terrible situation on Monday with a person on Twitter Mm. who just said the usual noise that was going on around Mama Winnie Mandela. And I just had to remind certain individuals, we experienced it and we lived it. Mm. And, 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 you know, the the Mama Winnie narrative that you hear from the other side of the road shows you how good the system was at disinformation, at creating these demons out of people who just wanted the right thing to be done. Yeah. And it shows you how deeply entrenched it is mm. in that people still believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and who are they to tell us who should be what? Yes. Who should be Mrs. Whoever? Mm. I mean, I just find it so 
insulting. And yeah. I think we are allowing it. Mm. And uh, But also being the humanitarian and having been brought up by a good Catholic mom, yeah. um, you know, you'd learn to fight battles properly. Mm. But put the facts straight. Yes. So that's really, it was just happening on Monday. But then the reality is that Alex was fun. Um, we knew each other. Mm. You know, um, normally when you hear other people talk about Alex, they say, CV go Alex. Sure. You can't be corny and then you don't know. So you have an address. You don't just uh, become corny and you just wake up. Mm. So that doesn't work like that. 6.43, she is our Mad About Africa interview. She's the chairman of the Red Cross Board, Connie Muchumi. Little girl growing up in Alex, across the road, there's all this opulence. When did you wake up to the fact that, no, man, this isn't right? It's always been part of our lives. Yes. Uh, we've always seen it. And yeah. Santon was built around us, really. Yes. I mean, I Almost like you're not there. Yeah. yeah. And when you look at, I mean, the literally the distance between Kohai at 2nd Avenue to Catherine Street was less than three kilometers. Mm. Yeah. And hence, we could roller skate. Yes. Our parents didn't know that. Yeah. But we used to, you know, find a way because there was the only road that had a tar road. So you had to lit Grayston Drive was two lanes. Mm. One up going up and one going down. And sure. that was it. So um, the you wake up to the opulence that... You want to be like that. You mm. want to be better than that. But then remember, having grown up and uh, went to a convent, mm. I have to use a taxi to go to school while yes. my friends are being dropped off. Yes. And that is very significant in my life because mm. I realized that as much as my dad had a car, in fact, he had cars. Mm. But sometimes was it? And sure. he's at work. He can't drop me off. Dynamics are different. They're totally very different. different. Yeah. My mom is at work as well, so I can't be dropped off. Yeah. So... Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> so the reality is that mm. you see it, that you, Urubalakosofing, because sure. there's a two-bedroom house, mm. I mean two-roomed house, whereas your friends have their own bedrooms. So you go to visit your TVs. friends. Well, they do have their yes. own TVs. They, You know, the first experience of a microwave, mm. you had to share TV. Yes. So again, in that part, then you say, hmm, it, it, it's nice to be white. Sure. And um, I think I was the only girl, I think, in matric, black girl, really. Mm. You know, it, in fact, our school was very small. Yeah. Um, we had about 20 matriculants, so you couldn't fail. Sure. So, <laughs> um, did you feel the pressure? Yes, Or I were did. you on some, I'm here, I deserve to be here, and I'm going to... In fact, I want to whoop half of these asses here. Um, you feel pressure just not only from speaking properly, yes, from dressing properly, sure. from sitting properly, but also from praying properly because mm. the nuns drill it onto, onto you. Yes. But then you also feel the pressure of going back to the hood, mm. that when you come back, you're wearing a different uniform. Ah, yes. So you have to but again... you're standing out. Yeah, you're yeah. standing out. And uh, I mean, in 1986, for instance, in the middle of the riots, you have to sleep in Sandringham, a friend of mine, Bridget, who was white. Yes. Um, or who is white, really. Yeah. Um, who had to accommodate because I have to go to school. Yes. So, you know... Because otherwise, in the hood, there's no taxis, there's no buses mm. going in. There's no um, in or out. There's nothing. Yes. And it's happening. So you have to find a way to be safe. So it's just playing double standards, sure. but you had to learn and adjust to it. 6.46, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Right now, time for Fresh Biz with Samkem Tlongo. Mad About Africa, we're hanging out with the chairman of the board at the Red Cross Society. Uh, Connie Muchumi is in the building. Now... You've done well in terms of corporate. 
How important is family support and partner support in climbing the ladder at the rate at which you've done? Very important. Yes. Um, I think not only partner support, but also your parents' support. Yeah. Um, but also, I think I did it probably once. I have one child, so yes. he's okay. <laughs> I couldn't cope with more. <laughs> and, but it's, it's very important, I think, also, especially for women. Yes. Um, patriarchy is quite uh, common. It's actually raising its head. Mm. Um, and it, it's just sad. So the support that I have coming from a good home, but also good support around the home where you're allowed to be who you are. Mm. You're allowed to thrive. You're allowed to to even, um, you, you know, you're allowed to even make mistakes. Yes. But also say, take your space in, in, in life. And um, I think also coming, working for, well, working for PSL, mm. which is a male-dominated industry, sure. um, you know, it makes you aware but also I've been in corporate, yes. so I understand the dynamics. Now, in terms of hierarchy, when it comes to people society sees, you know, the black girl is probably right at the bottom, sure. followed by the black woman. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with not being seen? Or if you walk into a boardroom with white males, the assumption is you're the help or that your boss yeah. is still on the way. How do you deal with not being seen? Yeah, um, it's tough. Yeah. But then again, growing up, Alex, we were mm. intertwined. So we were we grew up with boys. Sure. We were playing with boys. We were mm. cooking. You know, Harad Lalisa. Sure. We were cooking together. Sure. So, but also where you are just told to to be who you are mm. and stay on course and focus on the goal at end because um, being a woman. It's even harder because mm. then they, you're right. They think that your boss is. But then again, I lived in Cape Town. Maybe let me digress a bit. Yes. Even, you know, the people who ask in Cape Town, we used to call them Diberhi. Sure. She would say, Vasti, madam. Mm. And I say, says Niini. Sure. Because then I don't have to deal with you. Yes. You want food from me, but you actually think I'm not the madam of this house. Exactly. And you're buzzing out my gate. Yes. So that's how it starts. Mm. So you literally have to educate people that we are all equals. Mm. Um, I mean, my child is a boy mm. and he's 22. So, and I teach him. How when you look 30? <laughs> I wasn't a teen mom. Jeez. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, what's going on here? Anyway. He looks like my younger brother, so it's ah, okay. okay. <laughs> so um, it, it's, it's patriarchy is, is very sad, but we should end it. Yeah. And uh, we should actually take on the baton from Mama Winnie. Sure. Because she said she is not defined by Mrs. Mandela. She mm. is defined by her being a woman and fighting for the cause. So for me, and in fact, one of the things that I'm wearing black because I've been mourning her yes. ever since she died because I just feel, believe that she gave our mothers a voice and that our mothers in turn had to give us a voice and we have to leave it. But for me, I'm also imp- equally worried about the little boys that we're leaving behind, mm. that mm. we shouldn't raise these upwardly mobile and very intelligent women and then leave the young boys because our sons are disillusioned as to what is going on. We did mm. nothing. And more often than not, a desperate boy will hurt society more than a desperate girl anyway. Mm. So we can't afford to leave the yeah. boys behind. So I'm saying we pull them all up because they grow. They, we, are, we are bringing them up. Sure. You know, we are the ones that show them that we are all equal here. Ahona, 
you know, the gender pay gap. It's mm. happening around the world right mm. now. Uh, in fact, one of the meetings I'm attending over this weekend for the Red Cross is uh, senior women leadership all over the world who are meeting because we've got a, a male president. Mm. We've just went through the General Assembly in November and we've got four male uh, vice presidents. Mm. And on the governing board, we've got only three women out of 12 men. Wow. And I said, we, we can't do this. We yes. can't sit around and just pretend that it's 1950-something when the woman's place was in the kitchen. Yes. We belong in the studio with you. So, We're talking right now. Yes. So um, the reality is that we will bring it up, but don't force it. We just do our thing. I mean, we're leaning in. Yeah. And when we lean in, we play the same game, but I'm not going to be a man. Sure. I will wear a dress, I will mm. look beautiful, I will be appreciated, and I'll respect you as my brother, I will respect you as my friend. And I'll deliver. And I'll deliver. Sure. Because remember, I always remind people that women are judged on, uh, in fact, when we apply for a job as men and women, men are judged on their, on their potential and sure. women are judged on their accomplishments. Exactly. So I've got to earn it first. Mm. So it's very hard, but I'm saying we will still do it and we will fight to make it better. We're running out of time, but before we let you go, Tell me about the Red Cross Society like I've never heard of it before. What do you guys do? We're an old institution, yes. um, 163 years old. And uh, we, belong, we, we are a society made up of 190, 190 countries. Mm. And we impact lives. In, in fact, in South Africa, we reach at least 80,000 people per day. Wow. on philanthropic work. Mm. But so also, what kind of work is that? What do you do for the these The work people? that we do firstly is giving them HIV counseling, but sure. also ensuring that they've got meals on their plates mm. and also TB um, uh, assistance, but also first aid training and disaster management. We are mm. there when the cameras are not there. Sure. Uh, when, in fact, uh, when the cameras leave, when we are the, the cam- only ones left. We are left the only there. ones that are left. Yes. And people don't realize that we don't do it for the cameras. And sure. that's why mm. people think, what is the Red Cross? It's not an ambulance. Yes. It's a society and humanitarian institution that helps people to live better lives and to, cha- to impact their lives positively. Mm. I visited the Red Cross Children's Hospital in Cape Town. Oh. And one thing that broke my heart was how many kids were in your care from malnutrition. Yeah. How in 2017 exactly. are kids having to be hospitalized because of malnutrition? How it doesn't do, make sense. How do you have 55% of South Africa being poverty stricken? It doesn't mm. make and sense. And they're fed by the Red Cross doesn't every day. Make sense. Mm. In rural areas, in Alex, in Soweto, everywhere we impact people's lives um, in a different way. So as I say, when the cameras are there, I'd really like to invite this team to actually mm. look at the work that we do sure. because we don't do it for the people. We mm. for the cameras. Mm. We're doing it for the love of humanity, but also following on the philanthropic space sure. of the Red Cross itself. So hence my giving back my yes. time. Where do we find the Red Cross online? Um, the Red Cross online is a th- South African Red Cross Society, mm. uh, both on the app, on the website. Uh, we've got an app you can actually download it. They told me to say that. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's on the Red Cross app. Um, yes. We launched it about a year ago. And please download it and make a donation. But also we help other countries within the, the region of the African continent. I mean, within the African continent, we've got about 50 Red Crosses mm. and we work together. So even with the Battle of Sierra Leone, we mm. were 
working together there. But then uh, we also help Nelson Mandela. In fact, we were there's a uh, program called Reaching Out to Family Links yes. by the Red Cross, which actually made Winnie Mandela and Nelson Mandela to communicate during the apartheid ah. era because we looked after prisoners of war. Remember, yes. apartheid was a war. Yes. So that's the work, some of the work that we do in war-torn countries. Mm. So um, the Red Cross is available on Twitter, on Instagram, and on the app, and then on our website, and we are available on, on the, all, of, all the provinces of South Africa. Mm. Yeah. Connie Muchumi, thank you so much. You're a giant, and uh, we'll continue to help you navigate walking and not stepping on little people, because giants must walk. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Connie Muchumi.